In this book titled Alcoholics Anonymous is the story of how the first 100 men and women recovered from alcoholism. Back in the 1930s, nearly everybody read, this was in the days before TV, this little message that they had to carry from one to another by word of mouth was already becoming garbled. And they said if we keep just carrying it from one to another with nothing to back it up sooner or later, it will become absolutely useless. And they said we need to take the information that we have learned and put it down in a written form so alcoholics in the future will have it as we have it today. Now the people who wrote the book then took the name of the book as the name of the fellowship. The book says the membership which had then reached about 100 men and women the fledgling society, which had been nameless, now began to be called Alcoholics Anonymous from the title of its own book. So in 1939, we had two AAs. We had a book called Alcoholics Anonymous, which tells exactly how the first 100 men and women recovered from alcoholism. Then we had a fellowship called Alcoholics Anonymous, and the program in that fellowship of 100 men and women was the same as the program in the book, Alcoholics Anonymous. There was no quarrel between the fellowship and the book as to what the program was because these 100 had practiced this program. And for several years, there was no conflict between the program and the fellowship and the program in the book. But then as the fellowship began to get bigger and bigger and bigger, they began to notice something that the first 100 didn't have. They began to notice the great strength and power which comes from large numbers of people joining together that have a similar problem. You see, the first 100 didn't have that great strength of the fellowship because there was only 100 and there was only three or four little meetings scattered around and they didn't have that strong fellowship. But as the fellowship got bigger and bigger and bigger, people began to stay sober on fellowship. And when the instant they found out they could do that, they began to question the severity of the program in the book. And they began to say, well, maybe we don't need to do everything in there. Maybe we could treat it like a cafeteria. Maybe we could take some and maybe we could leave some. And they begin to practice a program in the fellowship that was different in the program in the book. And slowly over a period of years, the two separated further and further and further. And they begin to talk about the problems which comes from group therapy instead of the solution which is in the book. And the instant they did so, AA went from a life-changing program to a non-drinking program and group therapy sessions. Until today, you go into some AA meetings today, and if they didn't read the preamble before the meeting, you wouldn't know what kind of meeting you're in. They talk about everything except alcoholism and recovery therefrom. You know, we refer to those meetings as group depression meetings. You go in there feeling pretty good. Halfway through the meeting, you might as well just blow your brains out. Hell, there's no sense in living at all. Now, let's go to page 17, and it says there is a solution. But there exists among us a fellowship and a friendliness and an understanding which is indescribably wonderful. The feeling of having shared in a common peril is one element in the powerful cement which binds us. You know, the feeling of having shared in a common peril, one alcoholic sharing for another, is one of the elements in the powerful cement which binds us. But he says, but that in itself would never have held us together as we are now joined. In other words, the fellowship is a great thing. Lots of power within the fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous. But we are warned that that by itself is not sufficient. The tremendous fact for every one of us is that we have discovered a common solution. 
we have a way out of which we could absolutely agree and upon which we can join in brotherly and harmonious action. This is the great news this book carries to those who suffer from alcoholism. Not the news of the fellowship, but the news of the common solution. A little later on, we're going to see the common solution will be the vital spiritual experience that's brought about through the last ten steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. The first half of this chapter is devoted to showing you and I why fellowship alone is not sufficient. So what we're going to talk about this entire weekend is not the program in the fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're going to talk about the program in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. Thank God the program in the book Alcoholics Anonymous has never been changed. They did succeed in keeping it pure for alcoholics of the future. Let us show you how successful this used to be when the program in the fellowship and the program in the book were the same. On Roman numeral page 19, of alcoholics who came to AA and really tried, 50% got sobered once and remained that way. 25% sobered up after some relapse, and amongst the remainder, those who stayed on with AA showed improvement. If my math is correct, that's 75% of those who came to AA and really tried got sober. Our recovery rate in AA today has fallen to less than 10% of the new people coming in. Okay, now the forward to the first edition. But we of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. And it says to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. Later on in our book, we're going to see such words as specifically, exactly, with clear-cut directions. We're going to see those words throughout the book. So this is a book that's going to tell us precisely, specifically, exactly, with clear-cut directions on how to recover. And guess what? If I want to recover from alcoholism, I need to do precisely, specifically, and exactly what they did. Follow the clear-cut directions. You know, most books I read have been authored by one person. And when I read a book that's authored by one person, and if I see something in there I don't agree with, with my keen intellectual alcoholic mind, I usually say, who in the hell are they who think they're smarter than I am? And I ignore it. But if I do that in a big book, I'm not going to be arguing with one person. I'm going to be arguing with 100. The first 40 told Bill, they said, we want you to write the book. They said, you know more about it than any of the rest of us, and you've been sober longer than anybody else, which was just a little over three years. But they said, Bill, this is not to be your book. It's to be our book. And as you write these chapters, we want to see them. And we will add to, delete from, and change around whatever we find necessary. When we're through with it, it'll be the collective knowledge, experience, and wisdom of all 40 of us. Well, by 1939, that 40 had changed to 100. So I think if I'm going to argue with a book today, I need to realize I'm not arguing with one person. I'm arguing with 100 people who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, and that brings out the word recovered. You know, I hear more fights going on in AA today over this one particular thing. Can you recover from alcoholism? You know, I'll never be cured of alcoholism. I will always have the physical allergy. I'll never be able to safely drink. But before I came to AA, I lived in a hopeless condition of mind and body. I couldn't stay sober, and I couldn't drink without getting drunk, and it almost destroyed me. I still cannot successfully drink. But by golly, I can stay sober. I don't live in that hopeless condition of mind and body known as alcoholism. 
I will always be an alcoholic, but I have recovered from alcoholism. And we're going to see the word recovered and recover all the way through the book. The other thing that is so important is to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered. This book deals with one thing and one thing only, recovery from alcoholism. And the purpose of the book is to show other alcoholics precisely how the first 100 recovered from alcoholism. A precise, specific, clear-cut set of directions on how to recover from alcoholism.